Welcome back to From Here to There, Redefining Home. Today, we're going to talk about an option that many of our clients are considering or have considered, and that's the option of downsizing their home, either square footage-wise or maintenance-wise or both. So either shrinking down from you know 3,000 square feet to a 1,500 square foot or smaller home, or maybe maintenance-wise downsizing as in you're moving from a home that's 40 years old into a brand new home or a home that's only a couple of years old. So sometimes a lot of our clients are looking at moving from one single family home into another single family home um, or garden home or condo or something like that. But basically um, re-entering the homeowner market, but just with a different property that would maybe meet their needs a little bit better. So we're just going to talk briefly through that option as we know that many of our listeners are considering um, remaining homeowners, just purchasing a different type of home than what they are living in now. So first, I want to just go through a few pros of that, a few of the upsides. Um, This is just going to kind of be a a casual conversation as if I were sitting down with you in person, kind of running through some pros and cons. Um, Of course, I can't ask you questions and hear your responses. So hopefully you can think through those on your own or with a loved one that can maybe be honest with you too about what your current needs are and your upcoming needs may be. And if this is a good option or if it's something that you maybe need to cross off your list and and consider a different type of living. Um, So some of the pros that I tell people to think about when they're thinking of purchasing another home or a condo um, is that, of course, owning a home would still give you um, the most access to a personal yard. So if you really enjoy gardening, and I want you to really think about, do I really enjoy gardening right now? Not have I really enjoyed gardening my entire life, but do I really enjoy it? Have I enjoyed it this week, this month? This year, has it been something enjoyable for me or is that kind of a, you know, diminishing return on the work that I'm putting into that? Um, But of course, owning a home would still give you that, um, that side, you know, that yard that you want to do that gardening in. I do want to say there are lots of options if you just enjoy sitting outside. So if you enjoy sitting outside and having bird feeders and having some potted plants, but not so much, you know, down in the yard with a a full garden, um, there's other options besides um, owning a home that could still give you bird feeders and potted plants and and window gardens and that kind of thing. Um, Another uh, thing to consider that would push you kind of into the category of maybe continuing to own a home would be pets. Pets are absolutely members of our family. If you own a pet, um, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And again, just because you have a pet doesn't mean that your only option is to purchase again. There are lots of options if you don't purchase. But if you do have a larger pet that needs a large yard to run around in, then yeah, you might have to purchase another home, maybe just with smaller square footage or a lot newer of a home that would require less maintenance, but still uh, let that dog run around in the backyard. Cats are pretty adaptable, and there are lots of options for them to have little screened patios and things like that, even if you don't own a home. But if you do have a larger pet that needs to roam around in a yard, um, then certainly a home purchase would probably um, start to look more favorable. 
Another thing, of course, is the obvious, which is that you're not a renter. You would be a homeowner. And as a real estate agent, we, of course, um, you know, do do love for people to have equity in their homes, um, have investment properties, that kind of thing. Um, but you know, that, that would be a a plus in this category is that you're not renting, you're still, um, owning. And then another thing is that a lot of our clients seem to be considering the option, um, of owning another home because it feels like they're more independent, um, than they would be if they moved into a retirement type community community, um, or in with family or something like that. So there's a sense of independence, but if that's, what's making you really, that's one of the exclusive reasons that you're thinking of still owning a home. I would really encourage you to reach out to us and explore some other options because you might be surprised what independent living looks like these days. Um, also, we've we've kind of touched on this, but really think about the space that you're living in. So maybe you can have more purposeful space if you purchase a different home. Um, some people own large homes that fit their needs when they had a large family. So it has a really nice, huge formal dining room, um, a formal sitting room, and maybe you don't entertain that much anymore. Or maybe you do entertain that much and you don't really want to entertain that much anymore. That that reminds me of my grandmother who, who hosted all of the family, you know, Thanksgivings and Christmas gatherings and all of those things. And one year my mom volunteered to take over the Thanksgiving dinner. Um, she said it very gently to my grandmother. My grandmother was over the moon relieved that she didn't have to do that anymore. So if you're in that category, um, certainly you can think about purchasing a home that really just contains the space that you live in on an actual um, basis. So, you know, not paying to heat and cool and clean additional spaces that you either never use or use a couple of times a year. So, um, you know, replanning what the ideal home looks like. So that's, that's a, that's another thing in the positive category is that you can kind of trade in your current home for a home that meets your needs a little bit better. So that's space wise, yard size wise, maintenance size, perhaps age of home um, as well. Also, another pro is that um, thankfully there are several um, options to choose from if you want to live in a neighborhood that is age restricted, um, meaning that they typically have an age requirement of over 55. Um, we have a Dell Web community here in San Antonio. There is also a over 55 um, neighborhood called Scenic Hills in the Shirts Cibolo area. Um, and then there are actually a couple of other options that may not be age restricted, but certainly kind of feel age restricted when you look at the demographic of who lives there, yard maintenance being included, um, those kinds of things. Also, neighborhoods that are um, age-restricted, over 55, tend to have additional amenities um, and also much more activity, peer um, activities for your peers, and you can start new activities. Uh, so if there's not a chicken foot group, you can start a chicken foot group. Um, if you want a walking club in the mornings, um, those kinds of things. Most of these communities have a calendar of a lot of different events, and that is something 
that they've personalized for um, the retired type age demographic. Um, so there's a lot of things going on during the day um, that you probably don't have in your current neighborhood if you are not in an age-restricted um neighborhood. And same thing with condos. We have um, some options in San Antonio that would offer something similar as far as activities and demographics for age and, um, and you know, of course, low maintenance, that kind of thing, if you are looking at purchasing a condo. Um, and then also another thing would be changing your zip code. So if you, let's say that you have lived out on some land, um, or maybe you purchased something that was close to where you worked and those things are no longer important to you, maybe strategically changing your zip code to be closer to family, to be closer to medical services, to be closer to your church, um, or whatever other activities that you find yourself regularly driving to. So we have some clients who say, you know, it doesn't make sense to live out on the northeast part of town anymore because I don't work there anymore and my life is all over on the west part of town and I want to relocate to that area. So, um, you know, just kind of running through those pros again, you would still have some gardening space or if you have a large pet that needs yard space um, of course being a an owner maintaining equity versus renting um, and then more manageable space smaller yard is sometimes a motivation maybe two stories to one stories a motivation um, or trying to move into a neighborhood that has more similarities as far as peers go those over 55 options and then of course change your zip code to a location that makes more sense to your current needs. So to run through a few cons um, of making this decision would be um, that if you are still an owner of a property, that maintenance of that home, which is the motivation of most of our listeners to move, is still with you. The air conditioner goes out, it's still on you. A hailstorm rolls through, that's still your issue to contend with. Um, you know, and I don't have to go through all of the things. We've all had home maintenance issues that strike, of course, when it's absolutely not convenient. Um, so, you know, you just have to to think that if you are a homeowner, you, the gutters are still something you either have to call to have done or you have to climb up on that ladder to take care of. So even if you buy a newer house, there's still a yard. There's still gutters, there's still appliances and things that can go wrong. Um, so that would be a negative is that 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 huge motivator to um, sell a home, move into retirement type living tends to be to reduce home maintenance and you would still have that same issue if you did purchase another um, home or condo. Um, also, a lot of our clients, this is kind of an afterthought for some of our clients that move into some type of retirement living, um, but sometimes we hear from people that they're really looking to simplify their estate. So if you're thinking about, you know, man, I've lived in this house for 40 years and, you know, I can't even imagine all the things that I've accumulated over the years and I really need to um, just kind of simplify my life, simplify um, everything that would be left behind for my children or family members or my spouse. Um, 
a lot of times you're still taking so much of that with you. So you haven't truly simplified. Um, I just want to kind of point out something that, that when we do sometimes work with adult children, um, when they have lost a parent, um, I mean, just the, the overwhelmingness they feel when they are, um, you know, going through the, the home estate that their parents have lived in for 30, 40 years. It is just so much in addition to dealing with the loss of a parent. Um, and when they can walk into something that has already been significantly downsized and simplified, it is just such a blessing for those adult children. And if you're listening to this with an adult child or you are one yourself, you're probably nodding your head. Yes. Um, that it would be great if 80% had already been sorted through, um, before you're having to face, um, such an emotional time. Um, the other con of moving into another home or a condo development um, would be mealtime. So if you have lost a spouse or, or you still have your spouse, um, I can tell you that mealtime in a retirement community is such a time for that peer-to-peer interaction for socialization. It's just so nice to have other people to sit with. So even if you um, do move into a community with your spouse and you can sit at a table with another couple or, you know, four or five additional people, it's just nice to have that extra conversation. It kind of feels like you're, you know, going out to eat and um, being social and you just walked a few steps from your apartment or, um, you know, you're they have garden homes and that kind of thing on those properties as well. So if you do move into a house, your mealtime will look the same as your mealtime looks right now. And maybe that's okay. But I just, you know, you just want to think about what um, other options there would be because that would be kind of a lateral move as far as you would still be doing all of the meal planning, all of the cooking, all of the cleaning, and your dining time would look pretty much exactly like it does now in your current home. Um, Also would be if something changes in your life, um, whether that's a medical need, a financial change, or something like that, you are much more locked in if you've purchased a home or a condo. I will say the market's strong right now, so they are selling pretty quickly. But you just think about, um, you know, being a renter, some communities are month to month, and some are a 12-month um, commitment. But I will say that if your needs change, some of that can can be altered with communities. Um, they know that if your health needs change, that even if you're locked into a 12-month lease, they may have to have some flexibility with you. So it's a bigger commitment when you've purchased a home um, if your needs suddenly change and that home is no longer an appropriate option for you. Um, then, then it is a little bit harder, a little more complex than just turning in a 30 day notice and packing some boxes. So that's something to think about as well. Um, I just wanted to point out, we of course have had clients that this is the best option for them, that they say, I am so relieved to get out of my, you know, 2,800 square foot, two story house that sits on an acre of land and move into a garden home that is five years old and 1,400 square feet. And I love and need every room in my house. So that certainly 
is an option that has been um, very successful for some of our clients. Um, And I just want to say that the ones that it has been that successful for, uh, these are kind of the, the, what I see as the contributing factors to it feeling like it was the right choice. So one is that they plan on staying in that newly purchased home or condo for five years or more. So this is not a short term move. This is not a a one year, two year, even three year plan. This is something I'm making a conscious choice to move here. And I want to be here for five years, seven years, 10 years, 15 years, whatever that is. So we have had clients, um, my one's popping in my head right now, but they, um, well, the wife had fully retired. The husband was still, I think, 18 months or so off from retirement, moved from a two-story house that they had raised their three children in, and they did. They purchased um, a kind of a zero lot line home, um, so a lot less yard space, one story moved from, I don't remember if it was four or five bedrooms into a two bedroom, two bath um, home with a, still a really nice outdoor area. And that was a good choice for them. They plan on staying there 15 years, I would say at least. So that was a good option. Um, another contributing factor to that, that being the right choice would be good health, good mobility. So um, we don't know what the future holds, but of course, I would say if you're going to purchase another home, you, um, the, the people that, that, um, works really well for are people that are in good health that aren't probably going to have, you know, a lengthy hospital stay or something like that. Um, to where they're not really using their house all the way and there's no one checking on it. Um, you know, that can lead to maintenance issues, that kind of thing. And then also, um, another contributing factor would be, having a backup plan if your health changes. So if there is something, it's nice to have family or friends um, or maybe someone from the church that's willing to help out um, that can come in and kind of be your backup plan if you do have a short-term health change. Um, sometimes short-term means several months of a health change. Um, but then, you you know, if you, if you have that person that can come in that's, that's able and willing um, to come in and help, then this could be a good option. Otherwise, sometimes that community environment's better um, you know, for, for those kind of changes, that backup plan. And then also our clients that do really well moving and purchasing another home or condo, um, are those that have a really good social network. So, um, not just that they know a lot of people, but that they, they regularly have plans out and about with friends, um, with family, different things like that, so that they've created their own social network rather than, um, you know, in a community, a lot of people benefit from the social network they create through the activities and events they have in the community. But if you think you'd be gone all the time anyways, doing all of the things you already do with all of your friends, um, then you might not strongly benefit from an activity calendar that's, um, you know, related to a um, retirement type community. So um, it, again, our clients that have been the most happy with downsizing from one single family home to another single family home or condo um, are those that plan on staying five years or more, are in relatively good health have a backup plan um, if something did change short term or a little bit longer term and that already have a really good social network that they are actively participating in outside of their home. Um, On the flip side, 
We have had clients who have purchased another home and, you know, just kind of wanted to bury their head in the sand a little bit about what, what would be the best option for them. Or maybe it's just scary. It's just kind of scary to think, you know, I've been a homeowner for 60 years and now I'm not going to be and and that's, that's a change. And that's something to acknowledge and sit with and talk through. Absolutely. That's something to acknowledge. But I also really encourage you to, to be realistic with yourself. Um, so our clients that chose to purchase another home, that I would say were the least happy with that choice and um, were the ones that made that choice almost exclusively because it felt like the safest change, the least change from their current home. It didn't feel quite so much of a 180 from where they were living now. And let's face it. Um, you know, when you, when you've lived in a house for a long time, sometimes if you've lived in a house for a short time, it's hard to, um, say goodbye to that house. If you have a lot of good memories there and a lot of time, a lot of pieces of your life were in that home, that's, that's tough. Um, but our clients that really chose to buy another house just because it seemed like the least scary choice. Um, those are the ones that, that say, man, I wish I would have been just a little bit more open to my options and a little more realistic with myself. Um, and maybe if they did have a spouse that, that they would have voiced their concerns a little bit more, um, than they had. So, so that is one category. Um, another are people that made that move and quickly realized that this was not solving the motivating factors for the move. And they quickly turned around and made another move one or two years later. And, I mean, you know, when you talk about closing costs on both the purchase side and the selling side of a home and you want to make a move in a year or two, oh man, a lot of times it's hard to not lose your shirt on all of those fees, even if prices have gone up a little bit. So, um, we really encourage you uh, to think through that. Is this the right solution that I can stay in for, you know, five years or so? Um, because if you're going to make another move in a year or two, it just doesn't make sense to purchase. Um, and that really goes for all age brackets. Um, we have, we have clients who have made quick moves in a year and, man, it's hard to help them, you know, break even after all those fees and money that they put into it and money for the move and everything like that as well. And this kind of ties into that. But my my third category, I guess, of people that weren't thrilled with their move of purchasing another home um, were people that weren't realistic with themselves about their current or they're quickly approaching medical and physical limitations. So I'm saying to stay in a house for five years if you're going to purchase it. So I'd encourage you to think back what five years looked like for you. So five years ago looked like for you and the changes that maybe have or haven't happened um, in that past five years. And then project yourself with similar changes over the next five years. And does that house still make sense um, for that time between now and what another five years have changed could possibly bring. So, you know, we really encourage you to, to just think through this. This is a big decision. And that's why we have this podcast really is to help kind of think through, to help have that dialogue, even though 
it's a one-sided dialogue, but we'd encourage you to, to reach out to us. But it's something to think through, and we've seen people make all kinds of decisions, and some decisions they were thrilled with, and they say, oh my gosh, I wish I wouldn't have thought so hard about this and just pulled the trigger a long time ago. And other people who say, I wish I would have really thought through all of my options. And so that's part of what we do here is try and present those options to you, create expectations, maybe create dialogue that you can have um, with any other decision makers in your life that are maybe helping you try and um, make the best decision. And, you know, we've, we've really created our podcast from here to there, redefining home to be for informational purposes. And we realize there's really no one size fits all solution for our listeners. And we hope that some of the insight we've offered on this episode is helpful to you. And we encourage you to take pen to paper and really map out the best and worst parts of your current living situation and what changes can make your current and your future living situation the very best that it can be. For some of our listeners, purchasing another home or condo will make the most sense, but for others, it really isn't going to solve the issues that are driving your move in the first place. Moving is stressful, and we applaud you for looking at this decision carefully and weighting your options and starting to take the necessary steps to make your goal a reality. We hope that you will subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend or family member if it has been helpful to you. If you have any suggestions or questions that you would for, like for us to discuss on our show, there is nothing we would like more than to hear from you. You are welcome to email us at team, T-E-A-M, Wilson Group at gmail.com or look on Facebook for the Wilson Group in San Antonio. We also have our contact information in the show notes under details on our podcast. Thank you, and we cannot wait to hear from you.